Greetings, secondhand talent family. Welcome back for season one, episode two. A noble spirit and begins the smallest man, in which we are, I know it's great, right? In which we are interviewing none other than Danny Biggins of Zombie Manana and Eric Strega of Information Playback Real Studios. Ducky, you got anything to say about these two cats? Uh, Danny, you know, formerly a member of the Coop, who, uh, small world moment is, um, Joe Ray was also a member of that, who's now a member of Munion, who I work very closely with. So that was kind of a cool moment to happen during this interview. Um, you're gonna dig it. You're gonna dig you it. You guys are gonna dig it. Real, real Easter egg for you guys here. If you pay attention during yeah. our first episode, you'll notice that 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 hat I was wearing said the coupe on it. Hmm. Oh right, a little, little, for, yeah. little foreshadowing there for you. Probably. But, just wanted to address the fact that once again I am in a substitute robe. Uh, on the road here in Montreal, we are getting through the ice on the West Island. Ducky, how's things over in Chicago? You holding down the fort? It's actually like seventy-five right now and sunny, or it was today. I don't know about right now. SMTTB. Um, um, that's enough. Pretty beautiful. Yeah. Great, great. That makes me feel just peachier about. I guarantee you it's going to rain as soon as my plane lands. <laughs> it's going to be bad uh, once we get back. Just anyway, we've got a wonderful interview coming up for you guys. And three, two, one, enjoy the show. Well, welcome to Sec. Yeah. <laughs> Episode two, take two. All right. Yeah, all right. BTS. Uh, Welcome to Secondhand Talent, the podcast, episode two. A noble spirit and begins the small and the small. Oh, God, dude, fucking one more time. All right. <laughs> of course, that's the title, Danny. Come on. Welcome to season one, episode two of Secondhand Talent, the podcast. A noble spirit and begins the smallest man. Here today with us, we have Danny Biggins, formerly of The Coop and currently with Zombie Manana and a prolific solo artist, as well as Eric Srega, who is a Chicagoland native, has played drums since he probably before he got good grades in his life and uh, was the sound guy at Kingston Mines for 10 years. If you're not familiar, Kingston Mines is a historic venue in Chicago. Uh, if you want to hear good blues R&B, soul, you got to check out Kingston Mines. Shout out Kingston Mines, one of the great independent-owned uh, venues in Chicago. Uh, Danny, uh, Eric, it's phenomenal to have you with us. Uh, I think you guys noticed a couple of things. Uh, sorry, just real quick before we begin. Uh, regular viewers of the program, um, anyone who watched the first episode, uh, will realize that I am wearing a, a, a different robe. Um, and even though I am consistent with a different hat, it, it is a different robe, and this is not the robe that I normally appear in. Um, I am in Montreal, Canada right now, instead of Chicago, uh, with my in-laws, and we were without power for three days, uh, which we will talk about later. Um, but it's it's been an interesting day, and uh, so for this episode only, we're going to be rocking a, a different robe, which is very warm. Uh, and 
and after apparently being without power for three days, the heat gets jacked up to infinity. Uh, but you know what? Secondhand talent, it's secondhand technology, but we're making it work. Danny, Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Thank you, Steiner. Um, no, this is really cool that you're doing this. I, I look forward to seeing where it all goes. It's a cool idea and uh, just bringing light to all these different facets of the uh, performance experience, all the people who uh, helped make it happen, which is really cool. Uh, yeah, my name is Danny, and as Steiner introduced, uh, well, my current group is Zombie Manana, and uh, we're here at uh, the, the link studio. in the description. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're here at uh, the studio Information Playback Reel, which is Eric's spots, and then it's shared amongst uh, about uh, at least like five different acts, five or six different six, acts throughout six, the seven, week. The link in the description. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> links, links. Huh? You met Eric before. I met oh. you before. Yeah, I, 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 I then I apologize. Uh, <laughs> no, I think you had just gotten back from Israel. Oh, yeah. Okay. You came by when uh, Joe Ray was trying. Yeah, you blew through real quick. Oh, yeah, there was right, one spot when you right. blew right through. And then, well, I guess that was that one time. I yeah. thought maybe there was one other time. So, uh, I think there was then, one other time, though. Is that coming in right there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's grooving. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Cool. Um, I mean, as far as I know, Zoom should be recording all of this, like capturing yeah. all this. So we're not getting monetized yet. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. <laughs> no. Danny needs to invest in some podcasts. Yeah. Oh, my God. There was a kid sitting on the roof of a building this morning. And I, I was like, be safe. Follow our podcast. Dude pulls out his phone. He's like, what's the name? Dropping like, can I find it on Spotify? I was like, yeah, secondhand talent. Apple, Spotify, pretty much wherever. Amazon, pretty much wherever you can listen to a podcast. YouTube, you want to watch the video. We're here. We're here for you. Dude is sitting on the roof of the building going, up, Following. I know, I'm fucking. Oh, my God. It's on like a flexible tripod right now. So I had to get the right. right angle to make it happen. So, all right, my goodness. Let's try to make it work. We're going to try to make it's it gonna work. It's going to be a lot of editing in this. <laughs> so but, anyways, we so. Uh, we screw, we do what we do. So, anyways, the, uh, yeah, the history of the coop. I mean, we're still all good friends and everything. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we. Long story short, we just hit like uh, all those different factors allowed for us to see just like a very quick rise. And we were playing all these festivals and doing a couple like week long tours and whatnot. And uh, so that was really fun. And like we got kind of a uh, uh, simply because of Kinetic Playground, it was like a different era, basically, is what it felt oh, like. Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. I mean, so, it's not uh, even comparable to where we are today. Yeah, so uh, it's it's weird too because uh, all of us uh, in the coop, like separately, like you know, just all of us have like stayed up with our craft and our instruments, and it'd be interesting. Like, uh, uh, I think we all, at least personally, I feel I would play way better in that project nowadays with like ten more years of experience. But uh, I would probably be a better road manager too. 
Um, <laughs> and I just I just want to interject real quick and say yes. that um, my the majority uh, I mean the peak moments really of my secondhand talent experiences on the road uh, were were with the coop. I was very um, lucky to join them several times on the road and uh, be a rapper uh, over their song connected occasionally. Yeah. And uh, those were uh, those those were some of the finer times. Like I really, uh, it's a wonderful group of people to be with. And and you're right, they really still hold their own, and they've kept it up. And it's amazing uh, that we're all still friends. I mean, and that that's really what 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 means the most to me is that like I'm sure you'd a I'm, yeah I agree I'm sure you'd be better in the coop today than you were 11 years ago, but. You know, I, I love it how we, you know, we all hang out and pick up like we just left off. It's really special. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, and then, uh, so com- now what I do is, uh, I'd say the main difference between that sound and my current sound is, well, I sing on almost all the tracks. Um, so it's more of a song-based, but maintaining a psychedelic electronic samples and effects and stuff like that avant-garde art rock is what eric just said there so uh yeah i call it indie electronic art rock that seems to be a i mean that's still four words but pretty concise uh encapsulation electronic art rock i like it and i obviously you're sitting in the studio right now what are what are you what are you doing today so um that's right part of why uh uh no, that's right. We started talking about the coop because you had a question about it. But uh, we happened to be working on a track that I wrote in the coop days. Uh, it just had never gotten released. So it's a song called Thousands of Days. And um, I had kept it around in my acoustic sets. And uh, Cassie, the Zombie Mignano violinist, keyboardist, uh, vocalist, she heard the song at, when I was performing. She was like, what song is that? I was like, That's, that song is actually ancient. And... Um, yeah, I mentioned it in the coop days, and then so it, was, it inspired then to like actually get a studio recording of it. So it's a little bit changed up as it should be from uh, the coop days, and uh, so then this has uh, uh, the two new members, Anthony Picardi on bass and uh, Nate Dean on drums, and uh, also screams on the end too. Uh, so uh, that's those are two really exciting additions. You saw our first show. And um, so, there. so this is our this is our first recording of uh, the new lineup. Anthony's been on a, a few uh, recordings in the past uh, on bass, but um, you're mixing and mastering this project. You're this isn't anything you're handing. What was that? As a uh, the question was, you're mixing and mastering this project. Yes. This isn't something that gets handed off. Right, yeah, uh, that's just the flow that we've uh, tried out. So uh, Eric has a uh, great knowledge for uh, um, like mastering and like help uh, expanding the sounds of my mixes. What I mainly do is like uh, I get all the uh, tedious editing and creative ideas there, and then like they'll just like come in and help like enhance that or like if kind of catch any uh muddiness sometimes which i'm building my skills in my ear because i've done it for a long time but I, i'd say i'm a little bit more uh spontaneous and going by feeling and experimentation still i don't actually to be- 
I don't, I don't pretend to be a professional uh, mixer in terms of uh, go-to techniques and everything, but I've built up a decent amount of uh, knowledge. That, that, that's a fantastic segue. Eric, why don't you step up to the mic, and uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about you and about, uh, about uh, you know, your process and what you're working on right now. Uh, yeah, I guess I was in the band up until 2008, and then um, rather than lugging a drum kit around town, and scratching around for gigs, I ended up uh, settling on a sound gig at the Kingston Mines after a year and a half intern assisting at Chicago Recording Company. And then just sitting around in a blues club for 10 years, you kind of get a PhD in the music industry as far as theory and mixing and business and, and all that. And then uh, started the studio here in 2013. And uh, these guys wandered in in what, 2016? uh 2017 2017 and then uh they kept making rent they didn't steal any gear and we're still (laughs) hanging out and making noise right oh your audio cut out there what was that i've stolen a beer before i apologize Uh, (laughs) i think last time i was there i stole (laughs) gear gear beer is free that's that everybody leaves booze here and i'm like man you're taking a chance and sure enough they come back and they're pissed off because their booze is gone I mean, we're all just, it, the whole industry is a bunch of addicts and semi-addicts, right? You know <laughs> what? Our, a, a big part. At the, uh, Bruce Springsteen, I think, said that at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when he got, he's either inducted or during a speech, and he said, this is the world's biggest AA. And it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, honestly, you know, it's uh, addiction and recovery is actually part of uh, the show's kind of uh, basis because a lot of people, uh, who are members of our, you know, secondhand talent community, um, either are in recovery or have some addictions that they're dealing with. Right. And, uh, you know, I personally, uh, Ducky and I, I know I know I can speak for Ducky and myself and I'm, I'm sure you guys, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure you guys would agree that it's definitely something that needs to be addressed in a more positive fashion and that we need to say like hey you know it's just that first you, you got to mitigate it yourself if you're overboard then you got to take care of it if you got to mitigate it yourself and you got to have confidence that you can talk to someone right exactly and they'll listen to you with an open mind and an open heart and compassion and understand that you know not everybody walks the same path right. and uh i found that you know, within our community in particular, that's been a pretty consistent theme. You know, like everybody I know who, you know, from the studio to the lightboard to the soundboard, uh, to the video to the videographers and photographers, everybody gets it. The managers, everybody puts in that time and effort. Like, yeah, like it makes sense that that that's you know, in our community. Um, you know, I think about, you know, friends who are photographers and videographers that are shooting, you know, 3 a.m. shows at festivals, and they're like, I mean, you know. I, it's like, just it's a general, we like to get high, and then. And, and a, that, yeah, that's also very true. Uh, there we it, go. It just said, uh, 
keep going. You're earning zone minutes. Like, yeah, my fucking heart rate is 3,000 right now. <laughs> Sorry, man. Right, we got you no, no, it's not you guys. We haven't had power for the last three days. Yeah, that's right. Meeting secondhand talent, secondhand tech. We're getting there. Episode two, but we're uh, we're rising fast. Um, secondhand talent, the podcast, season one, episode two, and noble spirit and big is the smallest man. Uh, uh, well, I mean, that's, okay, I, I mean, and then I, as so, a fan, uh, there we go. I like your 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 vertical. There you is go. That better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't touch it. Yeah, it's just don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Don't breathe on it. Don't even look at it. Look above it. Look at the look at the TV screen. And and, and now at the very least, so you're looking at it. Look above it. We're slightly less. (laughs) Anyways, my goodness. Uh, Consistency is our our main theme so far in this show. So we're we're right on par. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. As soon as I say consistency, no, we also well, like it's a demanding up. schedule, and you know you gotta self-medicate at times, and sometimes just to get through it, it's just how you mitigate. And you know, everything's good in moderation. Everything in moderation. Thank you. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, including moderation. <laughs> There's truth to that. <laughs> No, I uh, I like that. No, this, I like that a lot. This, this, this is a very uh, no, I mean this is a great topic. Obviously, uh, a serious and wholesome topic. It's, uh, yeah. Something you said a moment ago. It's like oh, cue the uh, the full house. Aww. Yeah. But that's the thing gotta, is that it's not something get, you, where you we want people bites. to be like ah. It's something where we wanted people to be like ah. No, yeah, just yeah, just being real about it. Yeah, just and, be real about right. it. Like yeah. like everybody's done shit in in their lives right no like everybody went to as chef said children there's a time and a place for everything it's called college we all went to college or were the age where we should have been in college or could have been in college i'm not gonna say should have i shouldn't say should have do whatever you want anyway but uh you know we've all done stuff we've all been around and uh yeah everything in moderation including moderation uh but back to the topic at hand uh if you need help get help or talk to a friend yeah uh please it's the best thing you can do um anyway back to the topic they and uh, danny and eric i i appreciate that you both actually you know i appreciate that we can have this conversation you know as well in addition to you know um it, it, it it's really great um but back to the studio so danny question for you yes. and then eric i have a follow-up question for you on this so i know just from my own experience as a comedian all right one of my biggest pet peeves is listening to myself and hearing recordings of my stand-up shows. I had to edit the first episode of the podcast, and I did not like it. And I I was listening to myself over and over again, and I realized I had a reflection, and I realized that the light is coming down right now, and it looks like I have, like, a heaven filter on. There is no filter on, for anybody who's wondering. It's, it's just my natural, you know, angelic features. 
Um, but I know from my own experience performing that there is there's some difficulty in, in kind of like hearing recordings of your performances and, and, and listening to your own voice. And I'm very curious, you know, as you sit there right now in the studio recording, um, you know, your song, make, mixing and mastering your own song. Um, how, A, how do you feel about hearing yourself singing, you know, as you're going through and listening to it over and over again? And B, do you listen to your music regularly once it's been mixed and mastered? Um, I'd say in the process of finishing it, uh, and, and then when it is like finished, then there's like a general excitement. You like hearing it back on, well, you want to test on different systems for consistency factor within the mix and master, but then also then as far as like the song itself and hearing it, like, yeah, there's still, at least for me, there's like a little bit of a excitement period. It's like, ah, it feels good. Yeah. It sounds good. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then after that, just like, uh, quickly dies off. Like, um, um, but I'd say, a, um, in the, like I experienced that within, uh, this is actually, uh, vocally something that's uh was very like uh profound in just like my uh process and everything it's uh learning how to like there was plenty of shows early on where i mean i wanted to sing i knew i had good moments like off the mic and like on my own but then just wasn't the most mindful about how much air i'm pushing out like live and everything it's like such a fine threshold where you listen back at a recording it sounds more like yelling or it's like wow I really like that yeah, that sucks so I definitely had a big learning curve with that and um even just on the first uh two zombie albums that I made on my own like I listened back to some of that and I know I can sing it way better now. I still love those songs but then uh I gotta just not think about it too much just like I, I did have the inkling to some points like remix those albums redo the vocals but also, I spent so much time on that, like a couple of years ago. So no. it's just like, just keep it, yeah. Just keep it moving and keep on writing. Exactly. So um, I, I'm happy to say that in parts of just my performance experience and recording experience that uh, the last uh, full-length album that we released uh, two years ago, uh, You Make Sense, I can listen back to that. And I'm pleased with like my vocal performance with most of it. I still have the sense of, okay, I do it better, but nothing is bothering so um and as far as vocals that's a huge part of just resonance um so figuring that out that's such a crucial part of one's own singing and you say that it's something it's more that you learn and grow as you listen to it you kind of gain some more the only way to to become a better singer is to sing yeah oh eric my follow-up my follow-up developing those breathing techniques Exactly. And my follow-up question for you actually was going to be, you know, as the engineer um, who's taking part in mixing and mastering these songs, does it ever get old for you in the studio as you are going through different parts of the song over and over again, if there ever needs to be any overlay? And For me, for me yeah. um, producer, engineer before producer, musician before both of those. 
because I started playing on drums. So I, I, I tackle everything as, as a musician first. And the curse of the musician is you hear yourself back and you suck every time. No matter how good you are, everybody else is Maybe a podcast, though. Um, until you realize you don't suck. And then once you realize you don't suck, you're like, okay, I can do this. We're doing this. We're, 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 we're developing. We're doing it here. live. Yeah. And um, and then you can stomach it. And then, uh, then you start to like it. And you go, okay, yeah, this is really good. And then you go from there and you build off of that. And it's just a confidence thing as you go through. But as far as, as I go, I was I did the musician thing for – I was, I've been playing in a band since I was 12. We were doing um, – in the back of a church, oddly enough, playing punk rock. And then uh, all the way through college, so that was, what, 10 years, 14 years, 10 years of sound. So probably 20, 25 years of doing this stuff. And every day is new. It's My favorite part is coming in and, and cutting a new tune or, or working on new tracks because it's something that's never been done. It's a brand new song that's been written. It's brand new material that's out of the, the writer's head. And it's the only place on the planet that that's happened. And for me, that's really cool. Oh, and perfect timing. We have Ducky joining us. It never gets old. Ooh. Yeah, it's we'll like Ducky it. being late. It never gets old. Um, <laughs> Got him. Uh, Ducky, how you doing? Did you get home all right, man, after the vape explosion? Yeah. Oh, all right, sweet. My video came up. It, it, it wasn't coming up for a second. Yeah, we got home cool. All right, good, good. To Another vape. So, ah! yeah. What up, dude? Uh, so, okay, so I just want to introduce everybody because we got to get everybody on the same level. So, um, yeah, sorry I'm late again. That was that was my bad. No worries. No worries, no worries dude. So, you're um, still alive Ducky. and you got all 10 fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Ducky, this is I, it was guy. the Marine that would have killed me, not the vape. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, so Ducky, I want you to. Well, I want to introduce. If, if, if you did, if you did lose the one hand, at least you have your second hand, right? Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, cut the podcast. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. see, you can't cut. You can't cut that, Steiner. I I am, but I that had the name realized... of the podcast. That had the uh, name of the podcast, dude. I also <laughs> just realized that I'm in my mother-in-law's office, and she's gonna see me vaping. It's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna see you ripping dabs in her office. <laughs> it's my first visit to their house and their country. Yeah, but I. Oh my god, my wife is gonna be so mad. Oh no! Thank God I'm publishing this episode after I leave. It's all. Uh... All right. It's all. All right. Okay. Anyway. Ducky, meet my buddies Danny and Eric. Uh, Danny on the right uh, has oh, been in the, was in the coop and is currently in Zombie Manana, and they're currently mixing and mastering a new track in the studio right now. And Eric, uh, musician, engineer, and producer, uh, in that order, uh, is in there with and helping uh, helping and produce. Ducky, why don't you uh, introduce yourself to them real quick and tell them a little bit about what you do, man? Yeah, so I'm a uh, concert photographer in chicago um a secondhand talent but i also am a tour manager for a couple bands one of which is mungin featuring the sweet baby joe ray who is also in the coop 
I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all right so there, Danny. Yeah, we, we, we just finished up a we just finished up a uh <laughs> we just finished up a, a, a short tour on Joe Ray's got Joe Ray's on keys on this too. Yeah, yeah. Joe yeah. actually did yeah. Joe, Joe did record keyboard on this song. Oh sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. You know Shout out Joe Ray. Shout out you know Joe Ray. Joe. He's Joe. he's really he honestly, Papa Joe is really the best guy. Jor. Gotta love Jor. Hashtag Jor. <laughs> Anyway, so you guys run the coop? Danny was the good lead guitarist in the coop, and uh, Eric was the soundboard guy at Kingston Mines for ten years. Oh, sick! That's that's sick. <laughs> so ask away, bro. What do you want to so, know? Uh, and yeah, where we're at currently is uh, the studio space that uh, Eric owns, and then uh, five or six bands share it throughout the week. Sweet. And, uh, so are, are are you guys like producing other people's records too? Then, yeah, Eric is. Yeah. I stay within my own, uh, my own projects. But okay, cool, cool. And then, uh, so what? I how many? What are you working on right now? What are you? Who are you producing right now? Uh, so it's a zombie manana track. Uh, oh, sweet. Okay, yeah. I guess that makes <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Lucky so, you missed uh, the first part of the interview, but it's okay. You'll watch it in the editing room, and we'll catch you up. Yeah, but, dude. Uh, no, find out what you need to know. All right, let me let me lay the base. So they are in the studio recording a new Zombie Manana track, but it is an old Coop track. It's a song that Danny oh, wrote cool. during, during the Coop yes. days that was sort so of. So is that why you hit up Joe Ray for keys? Yeah, that's a huge part of it. But he's yeah. also tracked uh, keys for a couple of my other songs. He's on the uh, oh. he's on the first record, isn't he? Uh, he's on you he makes sense. Yeah. 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 He's he's the uh he's the HR keys player that we call in drums. He's yeah. really the guy to go to for that kind of stuff. He's a great he's the, he's yeah. the chairman he's of the board. Really he, yeah. Dude, he just cranked out a drive from Baltimore to Chicago just like overnight. It's yeah. his favorite thing to do. It was his favorite thing to do a lot of years ago. When we got to Chicago, his that. eyes were like when we got to Chicago, his eyes were like that shit from SpongeBob where it's just like crusty and red and like dry. Because he was just, just like he was he was up all night driving. It, I don't know how he does it. And um, I I didn't look at the message. I'm not going to now. But uh, literally right before we started talking about it, I got a message from Joe Ray. So that's how frequent uh, like we talk. You know what? Here's to synchronicities, man. Yes, definitely. No, I didn't. Re- I didn't even realize. I'm surprised that uh, our paths haven't uh, crossed yet, Ducky. And I'm surprised hey, let's, that uh, let's I-, I watched up. you guys first. I watched you guys first episode, and um, but I uh, I hadn't put together that you were working with uh, Mungin, so That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really say much during that episode about it because it was kind of. I this was my first tour run with them, uh. So I I just started tour managing with them. So I had mentioned tour managing, but I didn't want to drop like a name until I had like done some work with them because i didn't want to i don't know i felt like i i didn't want to overstep on anything you know cats out of the bag now man yeah um what just happened? I, got, I, I don't really think i have more to say about synchronicities i really just said here's the synchronicities because we were talking about joe ray or whatever <laughs> yeah he texted you right when we started talking about him yeah that's that's what the yeah. synchronicity was yeah yeah that's what it's yeah but you were—I actually had a question for you because you were talking about ProZoom for your lessons. 
You so you are do you teach too? I do, yes. I've done that for a long time. So so you're just like full time you're either playing or you're teaching? I, I guess yeah, but uh or in the studio. I, the, the last uh year or so, uh a little less uh active with shows, but I mean I'm still just like playing and thinking about my tunes and practicing all the time. So Trying well, to, uh, I'm trying to pick up more with that and take the full plunge and uh, just put myself out like more. Uh, it's tough to, uh, you know, with like coordinating like the bands, like the uh, three other people's schedules and making that work. So, uh, but just uh, doing more solo sets as well. So uh, I'm in a state of uh, okay, cool. I wrote in for push, one of those. Push the live stuff again. So why? Uh... But, uh, but our next show is. May 9th. Plug, plug. Yeah, if you have dude, anything you want to put, dude, seriously, if you have anything you want to plug, we'll, we'll put, we'll, yeah, plug, we'll, plug we'll, right put our, our link will be there for sure. Our links. Link uh, will be in the uh, comments. Yes. Sorry, next this will, be the, yeah. this will be the first summer that the training wheels are off and everything's pretty much full go. Cool, cool. I cool. like how it used to be. So, yeah, yeah I that was sort of like, I was going to ask if it was COVID related, but we're now that we're like, Kind of, kind of half and half, but now the, the floodgates are about ready to open. Yeah, because like now that we're so far out of when that started, I've asked people if things were COVID related and they're like, no, I, actually it wasn't. It was just completely. So that's why I kind of I didn't even want to ask if it was COVID related because just. Well, I mean, it's 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 a venues weren't open. You still had to figure out what was still yeah. going to be open. Um, and B, it's people are just more comfortable being around each other. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's the mask is a. It, it's an afterthought for everybody, you know. Even being sick is an afterthought for everybody. Yeah. So it's, it, everybody, I think, is ready mentally and just as a mycelium, ready to get back in. It's crazy the illnesses that people are willing to risk getting to have fun. <laughs> We're social creatures, man. I mean, yeah, no, I like. I'm. I enjoyed it. I'm, not, I'm gonna be honest. I enjoyed it for the first six to eight months. It was like camping, but after that, I had cabin fever, like son of a bitch. It sucked. I didn't know Dude, my social skills still work. Have you so ever like, camped for six to eight months? No. <laughs> so how That's was it? Like kind of cool. I was like, oh, this is new. Uh, All right. Like an extended okay. camping trip in your own apartment. You're just like, just fucking fat chilling. <laughs> no, it's just a guttural sound. Oh yeah. This, okay, Speaking so of sounds, um, Danny, you mentioned you were recording a new track in the studio. You want to give us a little insight into what that process looks like from your end where you're sitting right now yeah for sure uh well basically finalizing this last one we're trying to get our uh mastering chain to like what we wanted and everything um so so yeah of course it's recording's first step well writing is the first step <laughs> writing recording and then <laughs> and mixing and then uh uh mastering and there's probably a couple other sub ones in there that you can throw in but uh i mean makes sense but we might as well go through the order of everything so if you yeah. had to like simplify for someone who's like why when my favorite artist announces they have a new album coming out does it take or like you'll see like them tweet that they finished recording right yeah for someone who doesn't really know who's asking why does it take like eight more months why does it take six more months they told like, us uh, finished recording, so why is it still promotion? 
yeah like it at that caliber like uh promotion is three months pr promotion and then yeah they must like have it timed around maybe wait, wait there's a there's a guideline promotion is three months yeah you need to you need to general rule out of now it's different now because four weeks social media is different but yeah. back back before facebook and instagram and all that you needed at least a three-month runway to get it out to the radios, get it out to the magazines, and, um, Interesting. and get it out to the, you know, the... So the, <laughs> so the, so the new track you're working on, is it, yes, so the, yeah, the single, good. is this single leading to an album or an EP or... It is. It is. Um, so I, uh, I have an album's worth of material and everything that's uh, in the process of writing, but then I've decided to split up into EPs, just to, like get it done in a more timely frame but then also uh you've got you stuff know, the backlog to release it's gonna be long enough to where it's still like a nice like uh kind of uh yeah song to song it's an adventure and so it's gonna still feel like a short album so yeah I, I when they, I and then you've got stuff in the vault to release too you know if you break it up into several eps exactly so uh that's where i'm at right now and so yeah this is gonna be on this uh new uh six song ep so uh it's still quite a bit of work to be done on it but i'm trying to uh cruise through uh knocking out the rest of the songs so uh what i'll do is i'll compose on my laptop in ableton just on my own and uh get yeah. get get the core of the song structure and a lot of the tones but then uh also a decent amount of the effects like using ableton's effects and then bring it into uh logic is what we have here at the, uh, the studio cool so, so a combination of those two programs but uh that's my full process basically and oh. sometimes, I, sometimes I write with uh, just like me and my guitar or me and the keyboard. And I uh, record, like if I'm not by my computer or uh, like record ideas on my phone, just using a voice recording, I've come up with a lot of ideas that way. Uh, but it could be really from any, uh, any random idea. Sometimes it's a lyric, sometimes it's a beat that I start, sometimes it's a, a tone or a chord progression that I stumble upon. So, cool. Um, yeah, I could cool. definitely relate to that. I mean, as a as a comedian, you could think of a word, and you know, I mean, or just just I mean, let me put this question to you guys, right? Have you ever considered? Well, and I think this is a rather taboo subject. I'm just going to let our, our our viewers know this might be considered what they say. There we go. And a, We're going X-rated, boys. NSFW. Okay. <laughs> Yo, wait, we're Have you see... ever considered a life in which bedding was not created? No bedding. mattresses, no pillows, no box oh, springs. Oh, bedding. No bedding. No yeah. bedding, right? So, like, you know, you've never had a mattress. You've never had a pillow. You've never had, like, anything to lie down on other than the floor. What would that... See, nobody talks about this stuff. How do you, and do you people think wonder, about, dude? And people wonder why there are stores that only sell mattresses and how they still exist. What you do know you how think reliant we have become on, You know how reliant we have become on Big Mattress? <laughs> it's it's insane. Comfy, it's insane. Dude, Big Mattress is worse than the Sackler family, man. It, I, I, I don't know. If I don't get a good night's sleep, I'm a pretty grumpy bastard. Yeah, it's saying, like good. not a lot of people yeah. talk about life without mattresses, and I, I think it should be explored as a hypothetical. Anyway, yeah. said it, it, that's what you think about all day. 
Nothing else of interest. Welcome to my... <laughs> Yo, dude. He wins the podcast. Yo, I gotta write now. I have to write a parody. Now I have to write. Now I have. Yo, you're actually the new host of Secondhand Talent. Now I have to. Now I have to write the parody. That's an internet reference, actually. Like, um, so I'm not taking credit for that. Uh, as a reference. So, it's an image. It's an image. Someone uh tagged a mattress saying "Nothing else mattress" in red paint. I just thought you were making a Metallica punch. Well, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. But it's, it's not. Well, so I thought you were just not original. Like, I thought you it's were not off original. The cuff with is that what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. You do not I thought you were off the, the cuff with that. To that joke or reference. It, it, no, it was. Uh, it was still aptly timed. I had to say it, but no, it's not original. No, it was beautiful. All right. I know we like. I know it's. I know it's great to. I know it's great to shoot the cool here over on Second <laughs> Talent. But uh, we are running out of time for today's episode. Yes. And, uh, so Danny I have one more mentioned... question before we do the tour. All right. Run me through the new lineup. Uh, yeah, let's go through the new lineup one more time. Yes. Yeah, so uh, uh, so oh, Cassie uh, has played with the group uh, since 2016. She's on uh, violin, uh, keyboard, and vocals as well. Cassie uh, what? Oh, yeah. Cassie Arnold. Last names as well. No. <laughs> uh, she goes by Cassandra Lynn. Okay. Uh, like her stage name. So then, um, uh, Cassie's awesome. And then uh, the two new members are uh, Anthony Hardy on bass. Um, and I played with him uh for a few years in a- another project as well. That's how I originally uh met him. And then he- he's played uh based on a couple of zombie recordings, but now he's officially part of the uh, band. And then then finally on drums, Nate Dean. And uh, he's a fantastic uh, producer, and uh, he sings as well. So uh, the idea is to get some gnarly three-part harmonies soon. Yeah, nice. Nice. How many lineup changes have you guys had? Um, That sounded like it was backhanded. It really was not. <laughs> <laughs> like yo, you guys really can't keep a band together, can you? Yeah, going up to Monday and being like, "How many drummers again?" What, what, what's, what, what's the matter with this guy? He's clearly a <laughs> he shows up guy. late. He's a fucking asshole, narcissistic. Uh, that's what everyone's wondering about me right now. Why can't this guy keep the band? Right. Just. Um, I no, just uh, want to reiterate oh, that we're all was, several I just made him have in. like a crisis experience. There, I there was no, I mean, uh, there was one other time in which it was a four piece band, and uh, it was weird how that kind of fizzled out. Um, after we had some good shows and like some momentum building, so it was unfortunate, but uh, well, Dustin moved to Florida, and, well, and then uh, like a year after that, Dustin moved to Florida, but uh, yeah, just for whatever reason, a uh, former bassist like uh, had his own things going on and then yeah. kind of fizzled out so so that was unfortunate and then i, I just didn't active like actively put together the band instead i just like focused on yeah. the, the next album and then yeah dusty moved away Very so cool. then, then at post pandemic just like made sense to uh i wanted to put together a band which kind of fell into place. i mean what like what better time to write as many songs as you can is when everyone's locked down and i mean ducky honestly well, that's what happened besides Nobody had... for, yeah. Nobody was distracted for working, for playing, and so 
Yeah, I mean, I guess like if you're like nobody had anything to do. So if you're a musician, the only thing you had to do is like make music. The thing you need to understand though is that besides for myself, Danny is one of the most incredible lyricists that I know. Um, I, 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 no, above all else, above all else, Danny, your ability to write, uh, Let's call them lyrics that reach in and hook you uh, is incomparable. Um, I mean, there are some people who do it uh, like, I mean, shout out to Justin Recamp of Munion for yeah. writing some incredible lyrics and shout out to Kitchen Dwellers for writing some incredible lyrics. But Danny, you write in a way that I is is unique. And reminds me of very few people. And that is one of the things that I appreciate the most about you is your approach to the way that you express yourself, not just through your instrument, but through your language. Thanks so much, man. I mean, wow, it's, yeah, profound. Uh, and then the guy to your right helps put it all together. Yeah, it just helps make it sound... Uh, you need it. You, yeah. Add dimension and uh, make, it, make, it, make it sound fresh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I know you wanted to give us a little tour of. Yeah, uh, give us the tour of what yeah. you're working um, on. And then, uh, yeah, exactly. Do a, a brief tour, and then just come back and play maybe just a short portion of the tracker. That's. I was gonna ask, so I'm really glad you said that before I had. Absolutely. To ask. <laughs> cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and before you signed on, Ducky, I had a uh, an attempt to. Uh, Go direct, but then I realized there's no way for me to hear uh, Steiner back. So oh, we, damn, we had direct man. audio for a little bit, but uh, yeah. So yeah, that took a little bit to troubleshoot. But uh, so this will be through my phone, but it'll, it'll still be decent enough. Like you're, you'll be right for it. Uh, yeah. Does it matter to you? Should I do the? Well, we can hear you. So if you want to do direct track, then um, that's up to you. You yeah, I guess like while you're playing the song, you really don't need to hear us. I mean, yeah, we don't need to say a word. You could take okay. it from here. So if you want to go direct track, you know, we can um, hear your voice through the mic. Right. You know, yeah, the tour will be. So, um, hmm. I, I guess if I work quickly here, you guys can tell me because you'll be able to edit. So we'll sure. see if this works. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is all so, time we're cutting out right now. So don't even worry about it. Um, do my money. Was the first project after the coup? Ducky, I roadied for him solo out to Arlington Heights. Oh, nice. That's where I live. Was I it know. at Hey Nani? Was it at Hey Nani? Uh, what are you talking about? That time, I ro- that time I roadied for you. Out to Arlington Heights. I lived there. Was it was it at Hey Nani? I don't think it was Arlington. Oh, damn. Oh, um, then I'm fucking dude, liar. My my mother in law is gonna be so fucking mad. You stop smoking, airs. dude. That's why you got the wrong place. We need to record the rest of the episode here anyway for consistency. Like, I, I mean, I need to at least be wearing the same robe. So that's got to be tomorrow. I mean. Yeah, we'll do it, man. Hey, Mel. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? We had three days without power. This Frodo. This is Frodo. 
Check, check. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're good. But I, I think that this is, uh, no, that's just uh, coming through my phone. So, uh, yeah, your interface is plugged It's not, you don't have a DHW. It is plugged in. This but it's not seen too. Yeah. You're just getting like. Oh, wait, what about now? Ducky, yeah, I could hear you. Oh, wait, yeah. watch. Ducky, what's the point? I'm How just, about now? Like, I'm already in it. Check, I'm check, gonna... check. Hello, hello. Perfect. You can hear me? Um, How's the mic level? Okay, like, I might have to toggle in between. Because um, then... Uh... Thank you. 
Oh, yeah. They do, they do, man. I saw their first show live. They're fucking great. Okay, I wasn't sure. Can you hear me? Okay, sweet. I wasn't sure how much to play right there, uh, but you got a good chance. Perfect. Perfect. It's great. Oh, uh, so now what I'll do. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's close to the final master right there. So I'll say that really quick. Um, just to be careful with my phone, I didn't like share the screen or anything. But uh, uh, I guess I could do that really quick right before we do the tour. Uh, All right. What's the name of the track one more time? Uh, so that is. Um, oh, I didn't know you could hear me now again. I. I... <laughs> I typed it in the chat and Steiner asked. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm sorry. Now, uh, switching over modes and everything. So uh, the song is called Thousands of Days. Nice. So, uh, Dude, yeah, I, that snapped. What? I like that a lot. Do you have any release date in mind? Um, at this point, if I do the proper four weeks, as we uh, were just talking about a couple minutes ago, uh, then, established. then it will be uh, May. Because uh, this is essentially going to be done tonight, but then there'll probably just be one final go around after some listens uh, later this week. So, heck yeah, dude. That's that's sick. So, uh, your Mung's album is coming out in May, too. Oh, awesome. Fantastic. So, uh, actually, yeah, I don't know. If... I'm doing just we a little cut. cut. We need to cut that. We need, no, we, need we don't. They, they already announced it coming out in May. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Wait, so, uh, less editing for me. Quick scan, basically. But yeah, here's our control room and uh, what I'm looking at here. Nice two screen workflow. And then, uh, yeah, got these uh, nice Christmas lights here and a couch that, yes, I do some late nights here and crash on pretty regularly. That's uh, direct out of a Mac Miller song. Really? I don't know. He just rapped about sleeping on the couch in the studio. Oh, at least I was, I was like... just being a dickhead. <laughs> so here, maybe maybe I'll do the uh the quick uh stairwell experience and then the entrance into the Wonka room. All right, oh, real yeah. quick, we only have five minutes left of recording, and I gotta oh, cut have, it after nine. My... We, we we have nine minutes left of recording. Oh, oh, I don't know about recording. We have, so nine we have five minutes. We have left. Le four and a okay, half minutes cool. left to record all right go for it go for it danny this will be this will be super quick so all right go um, this will just be like a scan of the studio so go stairwell i got this cool uh hello not the reverb and then uh it's the magical studio wow nice comfortable nook yeah oh ducky i've been there you gotta go practice space right here and uh, nice full uh, uh, drum sound in this room because we got uh, some higher ceilings. So that's uh, one of the charm, definitely one of the charms of this place is the, the drum setup we got there. And then I'll show you the, uh, the vocal layer really quick.
this nice vibey room right here some sound treatments and uh got uh yeah it's very nice to record in here with the vibey lighting and everything I'm gonna say how can you how can you record if you're not in the mood yeah exactly uh big facts lighting and lighting and uh, lighting and ambiance is definitely huge like uh for focus and feeling calm and well that translates to shows too i mean it's like a real thing the lighting and ambiance it translates to the music i mean it's a whole part of the i mean the feel is a part of how it gets produced i mean and i'm I'm pretty sure eric can comment on that as well is that you know the final product is only good as you know how much you put into it exactly uh and then uh yeah just uh speak to uh like eric's dynamic too like he helps me keep it focused i think that's a very important part is getting your flow down so you can work it as quick as possible be thorough and be explorative and adventurous but uh efficiency helps a lot because then overall it's less editing too <laughs> And that's that is from a personal from a personal relatable perspective. Yeah, how do you feel about that, man? Less editing. How do you feel about I that? feel great about less editing. I'd rather these guys work it out in the woodshed and get all their parts down and mail it than sit there and let the machine do the work. It's less work for you, right? Well just it's more Is it less work for you? It's more natural, it's more uh genuine. But does it translate to less work for you? Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. But it, I, I mean, I tackle it. I tackle this stuff as if it's a vintage tape machine, and I, you know, I don't want to pull out the razor blade and cut the tape in half and really yeah. try to spot the tracks together. I try to get the performance. Like the majority of the drum tracks we do out of here, if not all of them, are one tape. Because I, you know, if that's the feel of the tune, it's bedrock of the tune. And if I got to get a drummer, if the drummer can't keep time or if he's screwing up, I'm going to find a drummer that can do it as opposed to sit there and edit it ad nauseum. You know what? And I, I Dude, honestly, that, was a, that was a tight, subtle flex, man. I think that, <laughs> but I think that's, you know, I think that's why, I think that's why Ducky and I work well together. We drove to the same beat. Clearly the two of you do, the two of you do as well. Um, Danny Biggins. Eric Schrager, thank you so much for being with us today. We really sincerely appreciate it. Um, thank you so much for being on Secondhand Talent. Um, folks, find links in the comments for all of their projects that are coming out in the future for Eric's studio, for Danny's album. We're going to have all of that information in the description of the video. So check that out on YouTube for those of you listening on Apple, Spotify, or Amazon, or any of the other podcast platforms. Uh, this has been uh, an interview of Danny Biggins and Eric Shreya. Guys, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys so Thanks much. Thanks for having us, guys. Thanks for listening, everybody. Right on. See you next time, Stein. That was pretty great, right? Wasn't it, huh? Yeah. It's, uh, we told you. Nice to meet the boys for the first time and uh, learn a lot about their process and all the kinds of different work that they do behind the scenes. Um, interesting to talk to Danny, who's a man in the front and the back. He's kind of a firsthand and secondhand talent. Uh, that was a really interesting perspective to 
to tap into. So I'm I'm really glad we had those those guys on. Hopefully we can have them back again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, and and like we mentioned at the very very beginning of this episode, the coop. Um, you know, I used to uh, go on the road with them quite often. Uh, wonderful group of people. Shout out to the coop. Give me the coop. Um, and yeah, still wonderful people today. And, uh, Eric, I mean, you know, I've, I've, da- I've dabbled in his studio a little bit and I've seen it and I have stolen a beer from it confirmed in the podcast, as you just heard. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know what, it's a great place to be. And if you're recording music, there really isn't a much comfier environment. Uh, yeah, we're so really grateful. Eric, about well, go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying he had some really valuable input about, um, about the process behind the scenes so yeah his his comments uh, on promotion were really yeah uh, that's what i was that was yeah. that was really interesting to me because i never really heard it put like that before <clears throat> yeah i didn't i never heard it. there was like a industry standard for like a mm. a schedule back then but i mean with the lack of technology everything he said made a lot of sense i just never would have thought about it before so listen here yeah, at secondhand talent you gain first-hand knowledge every day this there is you go what it is this is what it is. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Yeah, uh, see new you episode next. coming out next Wednesday. We love you. We appreciate you. Check out the links in the description for more for uh, Zombie Manana and Information Playback Reel. Uh, on behalf of Ducky, I am the Steiner. We are secondhand talent. Thank you. Time, we folks. love you. Oh,